0: Hey, hey, hey. welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It is Thursday morning, May 28th. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, we get together and we read just a little bit of the Bible. And this year, 2020, we'll work through all the Gospels together. Well, this morning we are at Mark chapter 1, and this morning we will read, let's see, verses 12 through 15. Mark chapter 1, verses 12 through 15. Let's get some coffee, some prayer, and into God's Word. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. Lord, we thank you for waking us up this morning, for giving us breath and life and every good thing. Father, we pray that you would bless us now as we get into your word. Lord, we depend upon your Holy Spirit, and we pray that you would open our eyes and let us learn and believe the things you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Matthew chapter 1, verses 12 through 15. Immediately the Spirit drove him into the wilderness, and he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, and believe the gospel. But we'll stop there in our reading of God's Word this morning, and we need to ask ourselves in these two different sections A, what is this about? B, what is the best verse to summarize this section? And C, what am I called to do in response to this Word? So, the first part, verses 12 through 13, is Jesus's temptation. If you've been with us through the book of Matthew, it's been a while ago, but Matthew chapter 4, we looked at Jesus's temptation when Jesus was tempted by Satan, if you are the Son of God, right? And this was right after Jesus, in Matthew chapter 3, had been told by his Father, Behold, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And so, we'll notice a a pattern here in Mark. He often shortens stories. He wants to get right to the point. And so, if you want a larger story of what happened in Jesus' temptation, you can go back to Matthew chapter 4. It's right here for you. Matthew 4, 1-11, or Luke 4, we'll get there in a little while, Luke 4, 1-13. 4, but we know that Jesus is tempted by Satan there in the wilderness for 40 days. The Spirit is the one who drove him into that wilderness. I would change that word tempted, I think, in this situation. I think it's tested, but you can disagree with me on that, and that's fine. But what we know is after his temptations, once he overcame Satan, the angels did, Minister to him. So, in my Bible, I would just say, Satan is tempted by, or Jesus is tempted by Satan. That's what I would write in the margin of my Bible. What would you write in the margin of your Bible? And then we have to ask ourselves, what would we highlight as the best verse for this section? Well, in my Bible, I'm going to highlight verse 13. That's what I'm going to highlight in my Bible as I think the best verse to summarize this section. And then lastly, we have verses 14 through 15. Now, after Jesus was put in prison, John was put in prison, sorry, after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Now, again, if you've been with us through the book of Matthew, you'll notice a little bit of change there. Matthew really liked the word kingdom of heaven. Here, Mark and Luke will use the kingdom of God. They're the same thing, but just a different way that the author wants to say how God was wanting to make this idea known, that it wasn't just a kingdom up in heaven, but it was God's kingdom himself. And so John came, and he was put in prison. Then Jesus comes, and he preaches the gospel. Gospel, what does that word mean? Again, we need to be careful about our, our Christianese. We can really easily just say words and not know what they mean. The word for gospel is the Greek word euangelion, which is literally good news. And so a good message that the kingdom of God is at hand, that Jesus is that king of the kingdom of God. And so he tells them the kingdom, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. And then with the very last sentence, repent. And believe in the good news. Repent and believe in the gospel. The idea of repent is you were going one way, then you whoop, did a 180 about face, and you came back the other way. You turn away from your sin. And so this is what Jesus is telling them. Repent and believe. Turn away from your sin. Turn away from your disbelief and believe. And so in my Bible, that's what I'm going to highlight as the best verse. I'm going to go ahead and highlight verse 15. Jesus is preaching the gospel, and then it defines what the gospel is. And the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And again, we remember from Matthew's gospel that it was Jesus who was called Emmanuel, God, with us. His name, Jesus, means Yah will save them, or us, from our sins, right? It is Jesus who is the king of this kingdom of God who has come and he is at hand. He's there. And so what should we do in response to Jesus? What should we do in response to this good news? We should repent and believe. So whenever there is a command in the text, I think we need to stop, and when we get to our C, C, calling, what am I called to do in response to this? We should be asking ourselves, this right, other side, this right here, repent and believe, are we doing that? Well, that's my question for you today. Is there sin in your life that you need to repent of? Maybe for some of you, you have been Struggling with anger, and you need to repent and turn away from your anger. And instead of being clothed with your anger, you need to put off that anger and put on patience and kindness and love. Maybe for some of you, you're struggling with pornography or some other type of, of sexual sin. Do you need to repent of your sin? For some of you, you might be the person who James is talking about that you struggle with your tongue. And maybe for some of you, you need to cry out to God that you can take hold of the wheel of your own life and, and steer the boat of your life and put away your, your sinful, angry tongue. I don't know what it is in your life that you might be called to repent of. Uh, just the other day I had to uh, confess to our own congregation in a Bible study that I need to work in repenting of my impatience. All right, we have four kids and um, and it's really easy with kids Right? You want them to do what you want them to do, and I need to realize that I need to disciple my children, not just be a dictator to them, and I need to patiently bring them along. And so for me, I need to continue to repent of my impatience and put on patience. I need to be kind towards them as God is slow and kind towards me. And so uh, I'd love to hear what you believe that you might be called to do in response to this. But we talked a lot about repentance. I don't want to skip real quick past the belief part. Do you actually believe the good news? Do you believe that Jesus Christ came to save sinners? Do you believe that the kingdom of heaven is at hand? Do you believe that while you were yet a sinner, Christ died for you? Do you believe the gospel? Do you believe this good news? Well, this might be this moment that you have forgotten about that or you need to be reminded of that or maybe you've never believed it. Will you repent and believe for the kingdom of heaven is at hand? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much, Father, that you have saved us by your grace that you care for us, Lord, that you love us, Father, that while we were yet dead in our trespasses and sins, Lord, you have given us your Son as a perfect sacrifice to cleanse us of our sins and to forgive us of our unrighteousness. God, we pray that your Holy Spirit would indeed be working deep down in our hearts, Lord, that we would do the good works that you have prepared in advance for us to do. Father, I pray that you would have me put off my impatience and by the power of your Spirit love my children well. Lord, that you would teach me patience. Father, I pray that you would let us repent from our sins. Lord, that you would give us faith. Please, Lord, care for us. In Jesus' name, amen. May God bless you today and may you walk in the peace of knowing that Jesus Christ has come and the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Bye.